Okay. It is. It's doing the recording thing. It's recording. I hope it is. Is it? It is. Nice. Friendshipping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity. They asked us not to read an ad. We asked ourselves not to read an ad. <laughs> Jen, don't read the ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This, this is Friendshipping. And this week's theme is... Favors. How obligatory. Friendship between humans has many benefits. But sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Favors are such a complicated topic, like everything is in life, uh, because it is, should I do the favor? Should I not do the favor? Can I get out of this favor? Do I owe my friend something, or can I just buy them pizza and beer? Uh, it's hard. You know, everything is hard. Turn my very cranky <laughs> Life's hard. Life is hard, and human beings are messy. And that's why something as simple as a favor, which seems and sounds so easy and delightful, is actually not not easy. At all. It's yeah. the opposite. Sometimes you want to say no to a favor, and saying no is really hard. And uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. <laughs> We're okay. so cranky. We'll get into it. Okay. Should I read the question? I think you should. Okay. My friend just moved to my city. He doesn't have a car or anything. I'm almost positive he doesn't know anyone yet besides me. He moved here alone. And I really want to help mom with rides to pick up groceries and stuff. I'm afraid that he could really use my help but won't ask for it. I reached out a few times via text but I haven't gotten any definite responses. Oh. Well, first of all, good. Thank you. Also, there's no question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> there's no question here. Someone's just venting. <laughs> I just realized that. Well, I mean, I think that we can infer that the, that's very funny, though. Yeah. There's no question I involved. did not even realize this because it's such a good topic that I that it just ends. Yeah. It, yeah. They don't need they don't need to tell us yeah. the, the question. But I feel like the inferred question is, what can I do to make my friend feel more comfortable reaching out to me for help? Should I continue reaching out to my friend to uh, ask him if he needs anything? Mm -hmm. um, at what point do I become mothering and annoying? And, and at what point... Um, am I being just a good friend and being there for them? Yeah, like this person's asking, how do I do friendship at this person right. with respecting boundaries? And first of all, good on you. Helping people is what life is all about, Trin. I know you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I came off as aggressive, but really I meant it as more like a high five kind of moment. Oh, thanks. I thought you were like, Trin. Yeah. <laughs> Like lecturing, like you're out, no, you're no, off your shit. No, I'm gonna start that again. No, no, I don't, no, I don't want it. anyone to think that I would ever say that about you. Oh, okay. So first of all, good for you because helping people is what life is all about, right, Trin? It is, in fact, Jen. You're yeah. right. <laughs> and I really think human beings are meant to help bear one another's burdens and make life easier for one another, and that is what you are attempting to do here. So good on you. Yeah. However. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice sound effects. However, there's a lot to consider here because we don't really know how close you are to this person. Right. And a lot of favors and, um, and obligations and, and, and doing things for each other rests very strongly on how you already interact with that person. Very true. Like when you asked me to cat sit, it was like, ain't no thing. Yay, thank you yeah. for cat sitting. You're so welcome. So I'm wondering if you and this person, are you cactus friends? Cactus friends, as we defined in an earlier episode, are friends that don't need a lot of attention from one another. You check in, 
every couple months, every couple weeks, and everything's great and fine, but you don't communicate as often as you do with other friends. And there's nothing wrong or distant about that kind of friend. It's just that's the kind of friend that requires that type of care. You guys aren't like distant emotionally. It's just that your day-to-day does not necessarily involve one another. That's exactly it. I always struggle with this definition, but that's exactly it, Trin. Well said. So I'm wondering, how do you know that this person moved? Like, is it because you've discussed it a lot or is it because you just know via like Facebook or social media? Right. Because if it's just something that's public knowledge that they've discussed on social media, um, I think that you've, you've done what you can at this point. Agreed. You've reached out, you've offered your helping hand, and now it's completely up to them if they want to extend and reach out back. Yeah, and you know you're at this point because texting in this situation at this level of friendship is a step beyond what you already do. So it's up to this other person now to decide that they want to also take that step slightly closer. And if they're not responding to your text, then that's a soft no. Yeah, exactly. You always say listen for the soft no. And I'm I'm glad you did reach out because, you know, it would probably be very hard for this friend to reach out to you and say, I could use some help getting used to the new city. People have a hard time asking for help. I certainly do. Yeah. So good for you. For I, meant, I just wanted to clarify. I didn't mean like, yeah, Jen. I do, though. That's a hard time. I mean, well, like not people. For, not from you. <laughs> I always ask your help. We are always asking. See, and that's, that's a different level of friendship. It, Our day-to-day true. absolutely involves one another, like, to a, a large extent. Yeah, absolutely. So it doesn't feel awkward for me to be like, Jen, I need to vent. Let's go complain in a room together. And, <laughs> and like, and that's okay. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. In this case, after you reached out a few times, it kind of sounds like this person might need to, to let go. Yeah. Right? Well, I mean, it also, you've also got to consider that they may be getting help from other people, too. Yeah. That slot might be filled, and that's not the kind of information that this friend would, like, post on Facebook. Like, oh, I got help from all these friends, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. You know, that's true. You're getting uh, a very small portion of their story right now. You're not getting the f- the big picture of like maybe they actually are getting a ton of help from maybe neighbors or new coworkers or family or whatever, and they just don't they just don't need your help. Yeah, uh, I think that it might be time to give some really c- concrete words of what you can help with, how to contact you, and then leave it in their court. So, like, if you guys are on an email basis, this is super easy because you've got enough space to actually say, like, hey, I know you moved to the city. I just wanted to leave the ball in your court and let you know that I'm available with a car anytime you need groceries. Um, I live here and it's easy for me to take you here. And just hammer home, like, this is no big deal and I'm happy to help and I totally understand the situation you're in. But, of course, this is up to you and I'm going to wait for your response instead of continually reaching out. Right. Remember, they have no obligation to respond to that email. And there are so many reasons why someone might not answer an email or a text like that. They could literally open it and go, oh, my gosh, that's so nice. And then immediately forget about it. Yep. I been there. Totally do that. Especially I've noticed before if I answer emails or look at emails like that before I have coffee in the morning, it like disappears from my brain. I have no short term memory before I've had caffeine. It's it's a problem. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh god, <laughs> Maya, I would really love like some Gmail extension that you add onto your computer, and any email that I open before ten a.m. it logs as unread, no matter what. Oh, that is so. Does that ex- does that exist? Does something uh, like that exist? Uh, I need that. Uh, no, but hey, audience, yeah, <laughs> could you do? If that? you got the tools, <laughs> help. Yeah, please help us. So on the other side of the coin, if this is somebody that uh, they are very close to. Uh, if this is somebody that they're close to you on a cactus level, not a day-to-day level, um, this, maybe this is a friend from like way back in the day. Did they specify? What we know is that they are on a text basis. So, well, they have one another's number mm-hmm. and that this person knows that your friend moved here alone. Okay. okay. Yeah. So I know some information. So we've covered like base level friendship, like they just have their text message. Let's say this is like a best friend from childhood, somebody that you feel close to almost on a familial level, um, but you guys aren't in your day to day like we discussed before. I think you can go a step further if you'd like. I do think that this is time to say concretely, this is what I can do. This is how I can help. But maybe add to that communication um, something like, I just want to remind you that I feel close to you and you're important to me. And it would make me feel good to be able to help you. Really make them aware that they are part of your community, a part of your family, and that that is something that you feel no pressure at all to do and, and you'd be happy to help them. Oh, that is such good phrasing too. You're using communication here to basically empower yourself and your friend. I also like what you said earlier about being specific about what you can offer that friend, like with the ride in the grocery store and stuff. Because uh, this is a trick I learned from you, Trent, saying, like, let me know if you need anything. Whoever is like, oh, let me tell you exactly what I need. I need a, I need a dog sitter and I need a ride to the airport and I'm, I'm on a toilet paper. Like, no one, <laughs> no one can do that. But people can be like, oh, wait, you're right. I do. I am out of groceries. I could use your help. Yeah, and asking for help to some people feels like admitting weakness. Uh, or it feels like you don't want to bother somebody. There are so many different like shitty feelings that are wrapped up in asking for help. And there are some people you ask for help for all day long. And other <laughs> people you're like, that person has too much shit. They don't need my shit too. <laughs> but maybe they want it. Yeah. <laughs> Let your friend know that you want his shit. <laughs> I want to dive a little bit deeper just into the very concept of owing people a favor. Uh, it's so nebulous. It feels so weird to say, like, I owe you one, buddy. Or, like, they helped you move. And you're like, yeah, I owe you for some nebulous, indeterminate thing <laughs> in the future. I am indebted to you. Sounds like a mob thing. Yeah. I owe you one. It feels really <laughs> creepy. Yeah. Uh, but the reality is that that's what friends are for. <laughs> like, that's literally yeah. why people have friends. It's to build a community. It's to have a support network. It's to have somebody to reach out to um, in times of need and in times of joy. Um, so owing somebody a favor isn't bad. It's not as serious as it sounds either. Yeah. I love it when my friends ask me for favors. Yeah. Assuming I'm in a like good state of mind, which I usually am most of the time. Because then I'm like, yes, I get to make my friend feel good. Yeah. yeah. And it's a wonderful thing to do. I think that it's good to be selective about the favors that you give and the favors that you receive. Because um, sometimes people just want to do something nice. I mean, you don't have to go overboard thanking anybody or doing anything grand. Um, but definitely thank people properly. And uh, don't say I owe you one unless you mean it. Don't offer something you can't actually do well. Right. Someone, If someone needs a dog sitter and you've never dealt with animals before, maybe, you know, don't be like, oh, yeah, I got this. Right. The best thing you can do there as a friend is to be like, I wish I could help you, but I don't know anything about dogs. But let me ask around and see if I, if I know anyone I, I trust to, to refer you. Exactly. Like, no matter what you owe somebody, you can always say no. You can always say no. You can always say no. But sometimes 
it's better to say yes. Honestly, sometimes it's better to say yes. Yeah. If you owe somebody a favor and they ask you to dog sit for them and you're great with dogs, but you don't want to do it because it's cold outside, do it. You should probably do it anyway. Do the thing for your friend. Yeah. If they helped you move, like, yeah. Yeah. It sucks because I never want to answer a question with, you should do this or you should definitely do that. But uh, there is a certain amount of social contract that comes with friendship. And there's a certain amount of social contract that comes with helping somebody move or driving them to the airport. Um, friendship is give and take. And you've got to make sure that you're not giving too much or taking too much. And it's good to kind of keep a mental log of what's been happening. I agree. It's good for your mental health to understand, like, I'm exhausted and kind of angry at this friend. Oh, wait, it's because I've been doing them favors and they never say thank you. Like, yeah. keep this, you know, that stuff, people should remember that kind of thing. It's complicated. It is complicated. Here's something to remember. Sometimes a favor is not a favor, actually. Sometimes a favor is maybe an obligation or it's an insult or it's something that makes you feel good but not actually your friend feel good. Here's an example. Offering to buy someone something can often be rude. I mean, if Trin and I are, like, at a counter getting coffee and she's, like, on the phone, I'll just buy her coffee. I don't consider that rude. Thanks, Jen. If someone has a rip or a stain in their shirt, it would be rude and strange to say, hey, your shirt is stained. I'm going to buy you a new shirt. What? I could buy my own dang shirts. Also, like, who cares if it's ripped and why are you noticing that? Yeah, appearance doesn't matter in friendships, you weirdo. Yeah. yeah. Like, why are you checking me out so in depth? <laughs> this is a red flag. Yeah. yeah. Also, like, why? Who? Why? Yeah. Get out. I mean, maybe, you know, rips and clothes are very stylish. Yeah. Get out of here. I mean, if you were the one to rip the shirt or you, like, spilled coffee all over then me. Then you do it. Yeah. Then you buy the thing. You can buy it. You can offer. Yeah, you can offer to buy or replace it if it's your fault. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah. But, like... It's really kind of creepy to be like, oh, I noticed that your mug has a chip in it. Allow me to buy you a new mug. That is very strange and weirdly common. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's like I don't have a problem with this mug, and now I feel like I owe you something, which I do not. Mm -hmm. It's weird. Like doing a nice favor. (sighs) There's such a fine line between doing somebody a favor that they don't want and doing something nice for somebody. Like, if somebody were to, like, give me a fun mug, I'd be like, oh, that's so nice. But if somebody were like, here's this mug, because I noticed that your mug is ugly. Yeah. Is there, like, a, it's like a backhanded favor. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do backhanded favors. Stop it. And if you're not sure if your favor is backhanded or not, uh, don't do it. Yeah. Sometimes it's better to just not do it. Don't do the thing. We've, this is the most unclear advice we've ever given. <laughs> I know, and it's funny because we, <laughs> we don't usually use words like should or definitely when we give advice in this podcast, but this time I'm like, don't fucking... Don't, don't do it. Yeah. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. All right. I think we're not helping this person at all. Like, at all. <laughs> Next question that we cannot help with. Very straightforward. How can I politely ask my friend to dog sit for me? There... That's actually not that straightforward now that I think about it. Well, no. I also think it's just interesting that they said my friend and not my friends. So they have a specific friend in mind. I'm assuming. Is it me? Can I do it? <laughs> I will totally dog sit for you if you're in the Chicagoland area. Man, between you and I, we've puppy sat every dog in this office. Oh, my God. We have. Like, for sure. It's like a favor. Here's a, that's a weird situation where you're doing me a favor by letting, me, hug a dog. by letting me hug your dog. <laughs> yeah. 
knowing that we don't know much about the my friend here, um, let's bust out a few things you need to think about. Mm-hmm. First of all, right now in most parts of uh, the world that listen to our podcast, mm-hmm. it's cold and snowy. So bear in mind that if you're asking somebody to dog sit you, it's a slightly bigger favor right now than it is other times of the year. Absolutely. Yes. So if they have maybe mobility concerns or something like that, um, maybe not this friend. And, and when you're dog sitting, it's a bigger favor than asking other favors because you're not just sitting there. You're taking the dog out for walks and picking up poops. Yeah. Yeah. And is your dog trained? How does your dog react around this friend? Have mm-hmm. they ever been around this friend before? Right. Because if they haven't, you probably need to make some kind of cute, adorable introduction between friend and dog. Right. And that's another ask. You're asking them to come over another time to meet the dog with you around. Right. So I think the most polite way to go about this, to say, I'm looking for somebody to puppy sit my dog. I was wondering if you could do it. And maybe even tell them why you asked them to do it. Maybe they have a dog of their own and they're used to dogs. Maybe they really get along with your dog. Maybe you just trust them more than anybody else. Definitely tell them why you are asking them. Uh, And then secondly, just be straightforward. Say exactly what this would entail. Um, Don't just spray it on them like, hey, I'd like you to puppy sit my dog for a day. But then it turns out your dog needs to go outside four times a day, has special dietary needs, needs insulin shots four times a day, needs, I don't know, eye drops. Really, really assess what your dog needs because you've internalized it and it's your dog. So you love doing it, I assume. Like it's not a big deal to you to take care of your, your own pet, but it is a big deal to take care of someone else's pet. That's your baby. Yeah. Yeah. Before you reach out to this specific friend make the list of what they would need to do and then be like, you know what? I don't know if they, if their job schedule would allow them to come over 12 times that day. Right. Right. Yeah. So um, let's assume that we're past this step already. You've assessed your friend's availability. You've assessed their allergies, their um, ability to walk a dog in the snow, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Just say, please. Yeah. Yeah. Please. Please. And you can offer them if you want to pay them. I don't think it's weird to like offer payment to your friend. They might say no. For me, because uh, I, I have kitties, uh, if people stay overnight at my house with my cats, I'll usually like send them some food or something. There are a lot of different ways you can go about compensating your friend. Usually the more distant they are from you, the more appropriate it is to offer money in response. I completely agree with that. Yeah. yeah. There are but, friends I've given money to because it just felt right. But, like, I would never accept $20 from you for watching your cats. Well, so because we're close and and, and Jen cat sat for me. Cat sat. Cat sat. (laughs) And uh, a friend of mine who I had cat sat for previously and my brother, like, they all kind of, like, traded off um, cat sitting. Those are all people who I am comfortable with saying, hey, I owe you. Like, I would watch your dog for a day, yeah. and it would not be a big deal. Yeah. So, again, like, the payment is usually determined by closeness, which you're comfortable with. And if you're not comfortable having somebody dog sit for you without paying them, then say that. Absolutely. Yeah, communication is everything in yeah. this in this case. Um, I do think you do owe your friend some kind of thank you, unless you're extremely close, right? No, for I mean, sure. I mean, always say, th- always say thank you, oh, yeah. but I don't know. I wouldn't need anything from you or, like, Nadia. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't need anything. It's yeah. always nice to offer beer. Yeah. Or like drink this beer. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's stuff that's like, it's not crazy above and beyond, but it's like nice to do. Absolutely. Yeah. Or like next time we go out to see Star Wars, I'll pick up your ticket. Oh, when we see Star Wars for the 11th time. Jen. I got your popcorn. I would love to do this. <laughs> 
I think I suggested that because what I want in my heart is to go Me watch too. Star Wars with you again. And I want our pets to be there. Oh my god. When that movie comes out, we are absolutely getting together and getting drunk and watching it with our pets. Like immediately. Yes. I neither of my cats would be into hanging out with your dog, but we're gonna make it happen. No, anyway. no. I meant we'll watch it at my house and then we'll take a break, go over to your house and watch it there with your cat. <laughs> we could or we could watch it in our own apartments over Skype. That is so fun. I love G chatting my friends while we're both That's watching so the same cute. thing. It's like the introvert's dream hangout. <laughs> and I'm just hugging a cat, and you're hugging a dog. We are doing that. I love it. When does that movie come out? Fine, let's Google it. Yeah. Stop. I swear to God, like Lucasfilm or Disney or whatever owes us so much money for how much we talk about. Yeah, we've sold so many tickets. Like at least like a million, two hundred million. When does it come out? April fifth. April fifth. April fifth. April sixth. I'm busy. Why wouldn't they do it May the fourth? Oh my god! Just hold off a few more weeks, dummies. Lucas Films, yeah, uh, you missed an opportunity to hire marketing genius, Trin. <laughs> Disney, hit me up. <laughs> I don't want a job with you. I just want to make this one decision. <laughs> oh god, let's go to bed. Okay, I think we can close the door on this podcast. Feel like we we answered everything thoroughly. <laughs> um, uh, should we do a in some in summary? In summary. In summary, favors are complicated, perhaps more complicated than you think, especially with your friends that aren't like your super close friends. Yeah. Take a step back and assess how close you are to your friend and what type of relationship you have. If you're asking some like ancillary friend to uh, dog sit for you, like, you know, offer them money. If this is like your BFF, then you can offer them beer and a high five and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And we're sorry that this answer is pretty nebulous, but honestly, there are so many factors that you need to consider. So just remember, think about how close you guys are. Think about, really think about how actually big the favor is and consider all of the outside factors that might play into their ability to fulfill that favor for you. And then consider the obligation that you have put on yourself as being the favor asker. And and be aware, you will probably have to help them move next time. Yeah, if you don't want to do that, too bad. <laughs> if you have any questions about this or any other topic, put it right up our asshole at ask.fm slash gen and trin. The gen has two N's and the trin only has one N. And the missing N in trin stands for... No. Yes. There is a missing N in trin. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did I, did I give you two N's? No, 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 no. The missing N in trin stands for no asking... Your friends to dog sit if they're allergic to dander. That's so long. <laughs> but that's what it stands for. It's, it's just what it that's stands just what for. That's just what it is. That's what it means. And if you'd like to follow us on Twitter or, like, you know, make an egg account and, like, tell us about how great we are. <laughs> it's not what people do. <laughs> <laughs> or ma- make a Twitter account. You've ever said. Make a Twitter account with, um, like, an, an anime character as your avatar and say really nice things at us. You can follow us on Twitter at Jen and Trin. Same number of N's apply. The N stands for number of ends. Yeah. Wow. This is so meta. Are we done yet? (laughs) (laughs) New friendship at the problem. All right. I'm I'm recording now. I'm angry now. I'm angry too. And this is angry time. This is angry shipping. Ah! 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 Can people in the office hear this? Ah! A little bit, probably. Ah! Ah, Fuck them. Fuck those people. (laughs) 
<laughs> Those are our best friends. I, uh, <laughs> I mean. This week on Friendshiping, we're talking all about... Wait, we didn't introduce ourselves. Oh, shit, we didn't do yeah. that. Oh. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, 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 I'm You're, glad you, you did. You sounded really good, but I was like... No. Shut up, Trent. <laughs> okay. And favors are such a complicated... I'm going to burp. Do it. In uh, the microphone. Burped. No, it's just... It was one of those throat burps. Ew. I'm sorry. Did it burn? Did no, it a painful burp? it was oh. just kind of like a blip. <laughs> <laughs> like a lower throat blip. Oh. Okay. Favors. <laughs> Oh my god, I made you so unhappy. <laughs> you guys should see how unhappy Jen is. I made a really Browning. I made a really disgusting joke that I'm gonna cut and so you'll and you'll never know what it was, but like she looks like the frowny face emoji. Oh no. Like my, my mouth isn't upside down. I'm so you. sad. <laughs>